Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Once again, Mid-Flight Brawl is brought to you by our good mates, heaps normal, independent, non-alcoholic, delicious fucking beer. Yeah, you better order it now if you want some for Chrissy. You yeah, get no. in time for Chrissy, you need to order right now, I reckon. Yeah. Just get there, heapsnormal.com, chuck in duty free at checkout for free shipping around Oz. And if it doesn't turn up in time, don't have a fucking whinge. It's not us, man. We're oh, not Australia yeah. Post. Should do if you get it in right now, but... I mean, it's a, it's a good one to have at Christmas too, because obviously you're going to eat heaps of animals and just and just bloody fight. You're going to fight <laughs> relatives. Keep your wits about you. Stay sober. You'll win fights. Nothing yeah. more satisfying than throwing a drunk relative off a balcony. <laughs> and I reckon this year is the two years of COVID just oh, brewing. Yeah, just some people have been doing some Facebook research, and they're going to tell you about it after seven different meets. Yeah. So if you've been sticking to the heaps normals. I did it. I did it last year. I had the whole year off booze last year. Yeah, I was on the heaps normals at Christmas. You know what? I didn't realize that uh, you you went to bed at Christmas because I I oh, don't know knew. any other way. You just thought it was like a forty eight hour day. <laughs> well, like I remember waking up Boxing Day, but I don't know how I got to bed. Yeah, right. Whereas last Christmas, made it, tucked myself in <laughs> in clothes Very that clever. I wasn't wearing that day, like a bloody big boy. <laughs> Heapsnormal.com, duty free at checkout. Hey, I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty-free and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl. Mid-air madness, passengers trading blows. Mid-air brawl on board a scoot flight from the Gulf Coast. At LAX. Thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. Many of them have been captured on cell phones. Where's the lady that started the... I hope this crashes. Out the fucking door! Welcome to Mid-Flight Brawl. Any tip rat can fly now, and here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. How you going, mate? Mate. I'm busy, man. Yeah? Yeah, real busy. I'm on holidays at the minute, so I've yeah. left the kids in the when ocean. When are you not? Oh, you left the kids Fuck in the ocean off. for this, yeah. When am I not? <laughs> like a fucking teacher. <laughs> Mate, it's radio ratings. Well, I don't know midday? how it works. Yeah, I'm, I'm midday. I'm on holidays. Yeah. Don't look into it. I just yeah. don't look into it. People, every time they, they go, we might change how, nah, don't change how it works. Yeah. I don't mind a cheeky six weeks to just do gigs and off. And I'm, nice. I'm very lucky with two kids under three. Instead of waking up at 4.30, now it's maybe 5.15 I'm waking up. Yeah, right. I don't recall. Blessed. I reckon it's decades since I've had six weeks of a holiday. Yeah. Well, it's a long time. That's I've, mm. yeah, I haven't done it. Mm. But good on you. Good on you. Lucky for some. Someone's got to work. Yeah. Um, that's you. I am working actually this, this week, this Friday in fact. Yeah. Um, I'm going up to the Golden Coast. Great. Your home? I'm doing uh, the- Boogie boarding comp. Nah. Nah. Gold Coast Comedy Festival Christmas Gala. Oh, wow. 
You know, I tell you what, while I'm down here, you, you never guess who's hosting it. Lindsay Webb. No. Oh, fuck, not you. Uh, <laughs> it's me. No. Are you? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. You're hosting. Yeah. Wow. Yes. All the pomp and circumstance that Luke Heggie oh, brings to a yeah. big night of entertainment. Well, I'll let you know next week how it goes, but, yeah, it was pretty much, yeah. They, they I'll don't let, want... How about I let you know right now how it's okay. going to go? <laughs> Oh, no. They, I mean, I know them well. They're like, ah, just do, you, do your gear. If anything, rip into hosting. I said, no problem. Yeah. Already got a few hours of how much I hate fucking MC work yeah. and dancing around and being a general stage clown. And all again, it's all, it's all, it's all, <laughs> it's a sliding scale because I host very little because I tend not to do crowd work and I just don't. Yeah. Like yeah. I said, you don't have to if you're headlining, you know? But, and you give me shit for jumping around the stage and yeah. I do very little. Sitting down, so. philosophizing, <laughs> crying, sitting on the edge of the stage, doing one-on-ones, getting to know every single person's name. Leg crossed, elbow. Their job. Like, yeah, a true Yuck. thinker. Yeah. Um, <laughs> speaking of it, you're on, you're on tour and pr- probably doing a lot more. I assume it's Luke Heggie, the crowd work hour, yeah. now that you're a bona fide MC. Well, yeah. I mean, my show is called You're Stupid. Obviously, you haven't written it yet, but it's just going to be, what's your name? What do you do? Well, you're stupid. Yeah. Next. <laughs> hopefully, the crowd's big enough to make that last for an hour. And hopefully, you letting them all know last week, hopefully, the messages have stopped saying you used the wrong your. No, it's still popping up. Yeah. It's still coming in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't need you. Um, anyway. Um, yeah. Our tours, though, handful of tickets left. Not very many. Yeah, we got for the live shows. January 22nd at Comedy Republic in Melbourne, then January 29th in Brisbane at Good Chat Comedy Club, midflightbrawl.com for tickets. Uh, Patreon, get on patreon.com slash midflightbrawl. Help us keep the lights on here at MFB <laughs> HQ. Yeah, um, and don't listen to ads. You get ad free on yeah. that. So either don't listen or don't complain. There are your two don'ts options. <laughs> I like it. Um, get around us on there. Um, fuck, what else? I think that's it. Our yeah, stand-up well, tour live Your show. stand-up tour is coming up. Classic Cody. Classic Cody. I thought you'd on appreciate that. You're yep. being French and whatnot. Oh, yeah. um, you do very well for someone that's ESL. Um, <laughs> I was going to call it Sacre Bleu, but I thought that, that could have been your title. Yeah. I didn't know yours yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, classic Cody, nickcody.com.au, lukeheggy.com for your tickets. We'll probably be in most cities around the same time, I reckon. Shall we? Chucking, yeah. chucking MFBs on as well. Yeah, definitely Adelaide. Yeah. In, in March. Rhino uh, Room. Yeah. Anyway. Fuck yeah. All right. Mate. Enough Let's of that admin. Kick on. Kids are in the ocean. Busy to do. Busy things to do. Back to me six weeks of holidays. Bye. Let's get into this app. All right. So this week, buddy, if you can cast your mind back. We're looking at July 8, 2021. Fuck yes. Hot off the press. Wow. Smells uh, fresh. Oh, Dallas-Fort Worth to Miami. Oh, American wow. Airlines. USA. That is their, yes. I think that's one of their hubs, the old American Airlines, Dallas-Fort Worth. Good airport. Yeah. If you go into the States from Australia, skip that LAX fucking shit fight and get yourself some southern hospitality down there at DFW. One sports bar. Per customer. That's the one. Nice. 20 for Falcons <laughs> each. Massive screen, 
free poor Bloody Marys, sleep the next leg. Oh, it's like heaven. Sounds unbelievable. <laughs> um, this week's incident, though, it involves a bodybuilder. And I know you love this sport. Um, well, and I've said it before, but the pointlessness of bodybuilding, that's beyond anything else available, I reckon. <laughs> like a muscle man has never saved anyone from danger, run down a criminal on the street, solved a problem or anything even vaguely useful. Man, you say that. Amazing. We'd probably be overrun with chickens now. We'd be dead, the planet. Yeah. We'd be all getting pecked to death by chooks if it wasn't for them. (laughs) (laughs) I reckon the chooks would rise up. They're doing us a favour. They're trying to rise up, but the bodybuilders are keeping those numbers slim. Oh, they call themselves bodybuilders. Should they be called chicken colours? (laughs) Those culling chickens for the rest of us. Good on them. Just the breasts. Rest of it in the bin. Um, I mean, they probably say the same about stand-up comedy. Don't worry about it. Two-way street. But even even your mate Ronnie Coleman, the best ever cop and bodybuilder. Status arrested. Man, even as a cop, if he didn't corner and or shoot me, I'd be able to run away. Well, Like he wouldn't. There'd be no problem. Yeah, but that's their two biggest moves. Let's go see you, fatty. Give me a little tap on the back of the head on your way past. Man, he could pull up with me robbing a bank and I'd sit there just putting cash in the bag watching him trying to get out of the front seat. Yeah. <laughs> Don't have all day, fuckhead. I've got to go. Do you reckon they got him a special car? They just put him in the back of the paddy wagon with a German Shepherd <laughs> so he could get out quicker. He just sits on the roof. Oh, man. They unleash him. They unleash him when they arrive at the scene. Just Oki, Oki strap him to the roof. <laughs> He's the ram. He's probably one of the rams. Go get in there, Ronnie. They go under a low bridge. That bridge would be fucked. They just take out a bridge with Ronnie <laughs> Coleman. <laughs> oh. You've got to look him up. If you haven't seen him, we've mentioned him a lot on the past few episodes. Ronnie Coleman, uh, multiple-time Mr. Olympia winner, and he's got a doco on Netflix. Eight times. Eight times. Oh, it's superb. Looking a bit different now. Probably wishes he stretched a bit more. Oof. In, uh, in some sad news, that has rocked. Oh. The word of bodybuilding. Sean Roden, dream to believe it's his motto, a uh, 46-year-old former Mr. Olympia known as Flexatron, uh, oh, died no. oh. in November from a heart attack. Like a rainbow fading in the twinkling of an eye. Gone too <sighs> By the way, out of all the crook shit we've said and played on this show, I've not copped more angry messages than from that audio clip. Really? People going, is that fucking MJ? Get that cunt off. Stop playing. Oh, really? These are people who (laughs) don't have the emotional maturity to separate art from pedophilia. Um, Anyway, Sean had a heart attack. Not his first. Must have had a condition from birth or something. Um, In fact, of the 16 ever Mr. Olympias, four of them are currently shouldering a corner each of God's throne in heaven. Uh, The rest are recovering from excessive posing like Ronnie. A quarter. So a quarter of the winners have gone on. It's not a good stat, is it? Well, a couple of them were old. Mm. But you're black and white strong men, a bit different than today's. Oh, yeah, definitely. They've got pop bellies, the old ones. Yeah, they're in circuses and shit. Yeah, can't see their femoral artery 
when they flex their hamstring. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I told you, man, when I did that gig for Doherty's um, at that bodybuilding and um, strongman contest, the bodybuilders were just covered in that paint and they're all dehydrated. They haven't had water for a few days, just the crankiest cunts. What do you mean? Your audience is sitting there in speedos flexing. Yeah, I did a gig. This would have been 11 years ago at some bodybuilding. You know, you just take any gig, whatever. I'll have a go. Bodybuilding and strongman comp. I'm out the back. <sighs> the bodybuilders and the strongmen, very different people. Strongmen, much happier. They've had breakfast. Yeah. But the bodybuilders, whoa, just stinking of that paint and dehydrated. Yeah. Not a good combo. You probably still smell now of fucking reef oil, <laughs> whatever they're putting. That's coconut. Oh, no. it's Mate, it is thick, this stuff. Yeah. Oh. Do you reckon any of them paint veins on and stuff? Could you paint a <laughs> you could Put it on real thick, paint veins on. What, like drawing abs on as a kid? Yeah. You want to look like a superhero? Your hero, that uh, the mayor of Ge- – was he the mayor of Geelong, that fuckhead? Who? He he got abs painted on – not painted on. Didn't, didn't he get some – gut thing where he just got out, like he's just fat, but he got abs oh, from wow. uh, a procedure. You can do it. You can Who do was that, he? Yeah. The guy with pink hair. He was oh, a paparazzi turned mayor oh, wow. in the arts capital of Australia, Victoria. <laughs> what a combo. Paparazzi turned mayor. What a pivot, a true COVID pivot. Yeah. Oh, I'll have to look him up. Sorry, I don't know. His, I can't remember his name. Uh, anyway, this week. Is a bodybuilder from Turkey named Denise Sapinar. Um, she moved to the US of A in search of freedom, but she found out that freedom is, in fact, not free. Oh, um, takes folks like you and me. Yeah. <laughs> Denise, in, uh, in 27 competitions as a bikini athlete, placed... Second, 17 times. Oh, geez. Um, Who was that? Is it the, her arch nemesis placing first every other time or she just couldn't get over the hump? No, I don't think so. I think she's just perennial bridesmaid. Uh-huh. Um, she changed federations and in 2020 managed to compete in the Arnold Classic where she eventually finished second. Oh, so that's a bummer. Yes. She's even swapped comps. Uh, made history, though, because uh, the 26-year-old bodybuilder was the first woman in Turkey to earn professional status from the International Federation of Bodybuilding and Fitness, the IFBB. Nice. The Arnold Classic, that's the one that comes to Melbourne. Yeah? Yeah. Bad weekend if you're a chicken in Victoria. Oh. <laughs> March every year. Yeah. I don't want to be there for that. <laughs> um, the IFBB which is actually International Federation of Bodybuilding and Fitness, the final F for fitness is yet to make its way into the IFBB acronym. Mm, that's fair enough. Not unlike. Ah, oh, it takes time. It's like when the LGBT list gets another one approved by Twitter. It doesn't happen overnight. Yeah. It takes some time for it to find its way on the list. So I'm, I'm waiting for that. You can put fitness on the end if you want, but I'm yet to see them jog or ride a bike. Yeah. Unless it's one of those big bikes with a ceiling fan instead of a wheel. Yeah. (laughs) Stationary penny farthing. Um, Fitness means different things to different people too. It's like freedom. It can mean mean anything. Oh, like health. Yes. (laughs) Health used to be a way to just stay alive. But now 
It's the way to yeah. shift some fucking units. <laughs> I'm healthy. Um, so your BMI is 72. Well, guess what I am now? A victim. Yes. <laughs> I headed over to IFBB and uh, now I'm getting bulk ads for paint tins full of fucking protein powder every time I boot up the computer. Get it in you, man. I don't know. Not for me. I've read a lot of the rules and um, if anyone's out there considering joining the IFBB or submitting an application to an event, give me a yell. Just quickly, I know you'd never have a protein shake and I'm not going to question you on what you eat because on uh, I shared it on the Mid-Flight Brawl page uh, the other week. I saw you shared it as well and that was our, our poster from the 2012 New York Comedy Festival Yeah, and you have Benjamin buttoned it and I, I don't know, I've been staring at the sun while eating cake by the looks of things. Different time of life though. Like I was probably 35 or something. You were 20. Yeah, like me in nine months. Yeah. It's going to be a fucking pretty brutal weight cut. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for trying to help though. Oh. Appreciate it. Well, you change more in your 20s than you would in your 30s, 40s, I think. I don't know. Unless there's an event. Oh, my T-shirts would say otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I, t- I told you what my downfall was. My wife, French background, they love eating eight times a day. But I took that to just mean eight palmers a day. Yeah. And she's like, no, fuckhead. It's eight little things. Not full oh, size. Yeah. I don't get it. Divide them up. Have one eighth of your fucking crumbed flat <laughs> piece of chicken per <laughs> meal. Um, yeah, I... I have a, have a squeeze at the IFBB website. The Orange Face Slideshow people, like there's slideshows, just more, it all looks the same to me. I don't know if that's racist. but It looks like there's been some sort of nuclear fallout at the Willy Wonka factory. Yeah. Something. They've gone back in to try and save people. Um, interestingly, they seem to alternate between calling themselves athletes and posers. I know which one I'd go for. Um, heaps on, though. If that's your thing, they go quiet over Christmas, but there appears to be events all the fucking time. Oh, yeah. Popping up that you can go to. It's like Greyhound racing. Go down to Thursday night bodybuilders, Wentworth Park. Yeah, you just don't know. <laughs> There's so much. Like, good old Dubai seems to have an inordinate amount of sporting events that don't suit the climate or the local lifestyle for that matter. Um, bodybuilding events, mostly called qualifiers. They're, on, they're all in your fringe player countries like Serbia and Portugal and Czech Republic, you know, Tunisia, Malta, those sorts of places. What the fuck are they? Like, also, they're rarely seen in capital cities. It's a bit like motocross. <laughs> like, bustling metropolises care little for muscles. It's a regional thing. Still important out there somehow. You've got time to train three times a day when there's nothing else to do. Yeah. I suppose, but there'd be also time to get really good at guitar or something, wouldn't there? Yeah, that's true. They're not doing that. <laughs> um, I went down a bit of a wormhole about fitness gurus. Gurus always bothered me as a term. Used to just be perverts, but now there's money gurus, fitness gurus, real estate guru. Greedy, a pinch the term for the original sexual deviants who own the concept of guru. Yeah, how do you feel about, well, oh, God, why do I even ask? They're like seven steps to... Hey, for forty nine ninety nine, oh. I'll give you the secrets to real estate success. Why would you? Yeah, you'd just do it. If I knew the secret, that's what that's what a secret is. You fucking keep it, 
Get loaded. Yeah. It's like a book on how to win at the horse track. <laughs> or I've won Lotto seven times. I'll tell you how to do it for money. <laughs> Why would you possibly need money if you know how to do that? <laughs> um, I had a look at a bunch of fitness gurus and bodybuilders and saw some great stuff. All right, let me get the bell. Premature death is the order of the day. Yeah, there's one. So someone dies in the name of vanity now. They get called generous and brave. Mm. Pretty good. Uh, here's a few. In uh, 1996, Andreas Munzer, 31 years old, uh, he had the lowest percentage of body fat in the world. I mean, the, the amount of steroids he'd consumed was just fabulous for the physique. His, his liver and kidneys disagreed, though. <laughs> Brown bread. <laughs> Off to flex in heaven. Oh, yeah. They're the most shredded angel. Angels love a pose. In, uh, in 2011. By the way, I've, I've seen actual bodybuilder portrait shots where they're dressed as an angel. The wings on the back? <laughs> yeah. And every, oh. <laughs> I mean, you cannot advertise your mentalness more than that, can you? you, you like, you shouldn't be able to advertise it more than being a bodybuilder in the first place, but then you put that on top. Fuck me. Might as well colour their hair purple or something on top of that. Triple threat. Um, in 2011, Chad Brothers went on a steroid bender. Oh, Chad. And had agitated delirium. That's what they call it, agitated delirium. Uh, he headed down to the gymnasium, sped a treadmill up on another bloke, punched him, <laughs> threw a few dumbbells around, ripped some drawers out of filing cabinets. What do you reckon he's doing there? What's he looking for? Some important papers. <laughs> I don't know. A dossier, a secret dossier with all the secrets to the um, the filth got called to oh. change his status. Oh, um, how'd they go? Though he would have been too furious. Wow, Chad Kong, bang bang boom, two two sets of handcuffs, one baton, and three tasers later, he was restrained. Status arrested. Two sets of handcuffs. Fucking hell. Yeah, you'd need two per arm, I'd reckon, mm. and then put them together. Three tasers. The bloke on the treadmill, as soon I reckon, you know what, I'm a fairly good judge of character. I reckon I can see somebody, if they're approaching me, I can tell if they've got agitated delirium or not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's the singlet. Yeah. <laughs> And upon approach, I'd be going. You know what? I have been practicing running on this machine for some time. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it into fucking real life here. Oh yeah. And I'm gonna get away from this man with his delirium. Yeah. You just turn around, get a head start, get <laughs> get punched off the back of it. You're already a few meters away. Anyway, when he got restrained, Chad. One hour later, he was bench pressing the pearly gates. Oh no. <laughs> like a rainbow fading in the twinkling of an eye. Gone too soon. You reckon he opened them like a, a, a grip row, like a seated row? He sat down and reached in front of him and pulled the gates open. Oh, yeah, probably. Ripped them off the hinges. One of those. <laughs> 
Door for eight. You got it, Chad. Douche. Oos. Oos. Making noises like that. Fuck it. Oos. <laughs> I don't like this they make when they're, I don't like that. I've heard it and I don't like it. Mm. Um, I've been guilty of that. You're just trying not to have a stroke. Well, it's too heavy then. Oh, that's too heavy. Unless you're lifting a car off a child, you never need to do something that's heavy enough to make that noise. <laughs> anyway, my favourite though, have you heard of Greg Plitt? No. Since you follow the sport avidly. Um, <laughs> he's a, Greg Plitt was a Not on ESPN. Former. Don't really see it on SportsCenter. <laughs> He's on. Uh, he's he's a former army ranger. Right. That got me thinking. So I got on the internet, tried to find out the difference between army soldier and army ranger. And um, soldiers, from what I can gather, if, if they make it back alive, they're allowed to own guns, despite their propensity for shooting civilians in random attacks with regularity. Whereas army rangers, when they get discharged, get their eyes surgically moved a bit closer to each other. And start muscle-related businesses. <laughs> really? They're all like into teaching it. people how to crawl in the mud and shit. Great. That sort of essay, whatever. Yeah, that's them, experts. Um, you know, it'll help my firm do better accounting. <laughs> <laughs> Get your eyes closer together. <laughs> yeah, and just do it. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. An SAS-style boot camp. Oh, yeah. Fuck Fucking gross. <laughs> um... Army Ranger turned fitness model and bodybuilder oh, and all-round inspiration oh, to others. Sorry. A lot there. Yeah. Greg Plitt, definitely of the latter persuasion, eyes nearly touching. He'd, um, he'd even appeared in an Old Spice body wash commercial. That's what we're looking at. So he's got to be in um, good nick for that. Oh, you'd think so. Like pulling... Jibs on a on a schooner ship. You need to be in good shape. In 2015, uh, Greg was self-producing an energy drink commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, I Which, don't know uh, how I'm going to leave this planet, but it better not be self-producing an energy drink commercial. Oh, man. He, uh, the self-production required him to outrun a locomotive train. I think he oh. wrote the script himself. Oh. I'm sure you can guess the rest. Um, well, there is one way to avoid any issue here, and that is to race alongside the train. Yeah, but they they made a little error, a um, <laughs> oh, little no. lesson for the young players out there. <laughs> Turns out the ability to bench press four times your own weight doesn't necessarily make you able to run <laughs> at 75 kilometres per hour. <laughs> and what happened? Oh, no. Well, like a rainbow <laughs> yeah. fading in the twinkling of an eye, gone too soon. 
let's just say the uh, the driver of Burbank, California locomotive triple eight had a bloody good story to tell when he got back to the depot that day. You wouldn't believe it. There's cameras. There's a fucking big bloke trying to run in, right in front of my train. Big smile on his face, lunch pal under his arm, points at his colleague, <laughs> you owe me $10. <laughs> That's what you equate a lunchbox owner to, isn't it? Like a, like a train driver. Oh, definitely. Definitely. It's got to be a train driver because you can't just hop out and grab a bite to eat. We've spoke about this on a previous episode. It can't be a pilot, grow up. But a train driver, construction, yeah, train driver, construction, you can have a lunchbox as an adult. I think that's it. Yeah. I mean, I'm technically construction, but I still bring a lunchbox to comedy events and I've, I've, I've uh, experienced the wrath of that. <laughs> Mate, you, you brought boiled eggs to the MCG with a spice wheel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that they let me in because I hadn't peeled them yet. Like they could be. You can't tell the difference between a boiled egg and a one you throw. So they didn't they didn't say a thing. Had a half a dozen. I think it was an information overload for them. <laughs> they're just they're just looking out for Woodstock cans. Yeah. Right. You've come in with fucking eggs and a spice where they didn't even know. Oh, I don't know. Maybe that's the difference between the arts capital and here. If I walked in with half a dozen eggs, even if I painted smiley faces on them or something, to the SCG I'd get told to fuck off. Strip search. Yeah, no way. You're gonna egg. The players, obviously. You just sniffed every section of the spice wheel to make sure none of it was anthrax and then you were good to go. Get in there. Yeah. Enjoy the day. <laughs> um, a, lot of other, a lot of other stories of premature death in this realm. Grim reminders that vanity is a killer. Plenty of heart attacks at 20, that sort of thing. Just f- fuck, just be nice to your children for about 10 or 12 years. Rest will take care of itself. Pending catastrophic, catastrophic events. I reckon your kids will be all right. They won't turn into bodybuilders. Um. Anyway, our protagonist today digressed a little bit. I I did enjoy looking at that stuff. I, um, Denise Sapin. By the way, we will have to do a Land Larrikins episode on our Patreon about bodybuilders because we didn't cover our favourite Ziz. Oh, Ziz! Fucking love Ziz. Yeah. Ziz rules. But then it's a it's a really sad story. Ziz. I mean, they're all sad stories. They don't end well. But Ziz. Entertaining, but also fucking hell, man. This product of bullying at its worst is old ziz. Um, you type bodybuilder death into Google News and I'll give you $5 if it doesn't assume the next thing you're going to punch in there is Thailand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thailand's the Like I try not to put Thailand, even on my Google, I try not to put Thailand in the search <laughs> thing too much. <laughs> It's got to be about the worst word you can type on the internet, I reckon. Um, anyway, our, our protagonist today, Denise Sapinar, is a uh, it's a female bodybuilder. Yes, Nick, they're allowed to do it too. Um, Good to know. A lot of, lot of videos of Denise on the internet talking us through workouts, but it's so fucking boring. It's not even worth documenting at all. Um, over at... Uh, over at Blue Tick, like you, Instagram, things are much the same. Surely it's done though now. Surely nobody, like today, you know, 2021, mm. is setting up a camera crew to show people how to do a fucking bicep curl in a gym. Surely they know it's, it's out there. I reckon there'd be more people doing that today than any <laughs> other day in history. And there'd be even more tomorrow. 
That's where we are. <laughs> what would be the point of doing a workout if you don't film it? But show I mean, everyone you're doing it. <laughs> but why are you still putting out how-to videos? I don't know on something like that. That it's we already know. It'd be like releasing a book. Learn French. You have we know. Look, it's there already. Yeah, don't worry about it. Write something else. Yeah, I'd be a good series of books. Just stating the obvious, wouldn't it? Like <laughs> or, or lessons. This is how you read. Everyone, you open up the book. You start at the first page. Just do it like a. Fucking how-to basic <laughs> shit. I mean, it's all there anyway, but you can take that further and turn it into kids' books for your series. Um, yeah, she, she, she accompanies a lot of her pictures on Instagram uh, of herself, obviously, with long narratives. Right. And it's, what you want. I mean, it's not hard to tell that her path to get to where she is today has been difficult. Not everyone has been nice, but she's determined to remain namaste-ish about everything. Beautiful. And now- Female bodybuilders are popping up all over my computer. It's not a great look. <laughs> um, the poor algorithm. Oh, man. So the incident, right? So Denise Sapinar, she was minding her own business. And by that, I mean she was, according to her social media motto, feeling appreciated and completed is the biggest gift ever. Um, she's on her way to Miami for Miami Swim Week, an event which sells a lot of single tickets to men in big sunglasses <laughs> who should be on a fucking watch list in the Dade. Well, they are now. It's that list. Yeah. So <laughs> like that 30 for 30 where they gave away tickets yeah, to brilliant. the Washington Redskins and it was just a sting. Yeah. That's Miami Swim Week. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. So <laughs> you got a receipt for a trench coat. And those big reactor like glasses. You know, in. there's a mate of mine on the weekend took his um took his godson to like Lego World or something as a treat. His little t- yeah. took his little ten year old godson. When they got there, his godson was looking at something, so he went to buy the tickets and he got stopped and they said, Hey, you need a child to come in here. Great. Which is fucking awesome. Nice. He's like, No, 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 this is my godson. Yes. They go, Oh, okay, sorry. I love that they're stopping just adults going into Lego oh. World. <laughs> I think unaccompanied adults shouldn't be allowed a lot of places. <laughs> Fucking cartoon movies and shit. Like, yeah, big time. Not even safety issues. Just fuckheads, grow up, do something. Um. Anyway, Miami Swim Week appears to be where muscle heads demonstrate their array of skills, including but not limited to rudimentary swimming abilities. Um, are they swimming, or are they flexing in knee deep water? Yeah, more the latter. Yeah, they're not. They're not doing laps. They wouldn't get to the end. Yeah. A lot of sort of twelve and a half meter heart attacks. <laughs> Great, reach up trying to grab the flags. <laughs> um, so she's rocked up to DFW Dallas Fort Worth to get on an American Airlines flight, wearing, in her words, a crop top and jean shorts. And they say, "Hey, uh, you can't go to plane." because you are naked. I was shaking because I thought it's not real, you know, what's happening. I I felt so panicked. She calls it discrimination against women, exactly the reason she moved from Turkey. That's why I moved to the United States, to be able to be myself and be free as a woman. Yes. Man, that's a can of worms, isn't it? Discrimination. So she's turned up scantily clad to the airport. Yeah. And all of a sudden she's gone straight to... 
victim. Yeah, she's a victim. Um, American Airlines issued a statement that said, as stated in the conditions of carriage, all customers must dress appropriately and, and offensive clothing isn't permitted on board our flights. And then they've they've gone on to cite family values, that old argument, which shuts down nearly every debate. Um, got to think of the families in these situations. Think of the children. Save yeah. the children. Um, well, where do you think kids come from? You could almost see it. Yeah. <laughs> they've deemed her... Her, her sports bra and Daisy Dukes, offensive. You cannot be flying consistently in and out of Miami airport and think Daisy Duke de- jeans are an issue. Surely that's the norm. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, it, it is. I don't know. It's a weird Where to stand on that in the current climate? Um, well, in Miami, I think they call pants leg burkers. So <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> that's not me. Um, that's them. I mean, some some people would get labelled brave for wearing fuck all out in public, mm. and others get told they're not allowed on a plane. And there's, I mean, there's an argument for rules are rules. You wouldn't turn up to church shirtless in a pair of dick togs, <laughs> and you wouldn't go to many countries of the world without covering up your face for fear of death. You know, and you're not allowed in nightclubs without shoes on. Rules are rules. That sort of shit. God core unit country, etc. What are airlines supposed to do? But um, then easy for me to say, I'd, I'd have no desire to get about in public, much less on a plane and sit down at a disgusting fucking seat oh. in my underwear. Yeah. Feeling your lower back on a plane seat? Oh, I wouldn't want my skin touching anything <laughs> on public transport or a plane. You ever done that? You go to sit down and like your T-shirt will stick to the seat, you lean back and your, your back is tucked. Oh, no, nah, I've, I've started tucking mine in for that very reason. <laughs> I don't care. I'm at an age that doesn't matter. Just tuck the back of your shirt in. That never happens. Um, Apologies, by the way, if you can hear my four-month-old kicking off. In the no, I can't even hear that. Oh. But then I've got a fucking construction site across the road, so <laughs> can't hear much. Um, she was not allowed on the plane and she took to her various blue tick media to voice her displeasure with the lack of freedom in the so-called land full of this stuff. Um, freedom. I mean, as we've discussed before, freedom does mean different things to different people. It's not the goddamn dictionary over here. It's whatever you want. It's real life. <laughs> so Yeah, personal freedom. I don't know. It's a, it's a very weird one. People seem to take it as I do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. And however that, that affects other people, that's on them. Yeah, for sure. I like to punch strangers in the face every time I leave my house, mate. That's that's my politics. That's how that's my politics. That's my freedom. That's what I like to do. That's why I march on Anzac Day, so you can do that, and to celebrate the fact you can do <laughs> Thank that. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Um, like if you want to wear whatever you like on public transport, you can. I've seen it. Mm. Um, you can get on a train and play music as loud as you like. Oh, that one is. I've, I mean, I've never had that happen. What do you mean? I've never had that happen in, in, on a train and just thought, that is a great song. That's <laughs> Thank you for turning that up. Excellent choice of music. We can all enjoy that. Mm. Good one. They always pick the bassiest. The, the, it's so heavy in bass, the songs that they decide to play out oh, of a yeah. phone speaker. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah, their speakers can't handle it. Yeah. They could have picked anything. That, that song is designed for a car where the boot is just subwoofer. 
You've got to put your personal a belongings speaker. at your feet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not a phone speaker. Wouldn't fit a fucking bum bag in the boot. <laughs> Just a big speaker. Um, I mean, I'm not one to judge, you know that, but the <laughs> music train lunatics play. That's exactly the sort of music that a bloke who spends a lot of time on a train would play. <laughs> like, it's fucking shit. Terrible stuff. I can't tell the difference between it. Broken. That thing sounds broken. Um, anyway. If you play that music to a baby in the womb, it will end up riding a train playing that same music. Oh, doubtless. The circle of life. Um, The unfortunate fact does remain, though, that planes are private property and those who own a joint can impose whatever rules they like. Are you discovering these rules recently with COVID stuff? People going, I should be allowed in there. Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck if I'm not vaccinated? You're like, well, they don't have to let you in. It's their business. Yeah, 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 for sure. But I, I discovered them in pubs in my youth attempting to enter them. If you don't like them, you can rack off. That's their policy, and fair enough, it's their joint. I feel the same about my house. <laughs> someone wants to walk, it's not even mine, but if someone wants to walk in here with dog shit on their shoes, I'll stop them. Say so, sorry. That is one of my rules. <laughs> um, so it's not clear if Denise managed to turn the situation around, um, aside from some timely publicity, and uh, but she did. Like it wasn't clear at the start, but then upon further reading, she did make it to the illustrious Miami Swim Week to do some swimming. Um, do you think <laughs> she swam? Well, I don't know. If she got to swim in the what stroke she did, but um, surely it's just laying down on your side in the baby pool, pretty much. Yeah, you wouldn't want it much above <laughs> sort of the height of a bodybuilder's head as I'll drown. You can't. They can't get up and you can't pick them up. They weigh so much. So once they head down, that's it. It's over. It's like turn a, it's like trying to turn a whale out of a fucking beach pool. It's not going to happen. Um, she, did, she didn't feel appreciated or complete that day, according to her motto. You imagine that, though, her telling the people at the American Airlines desk, it's, I'm very hurt by your decision. I would have just said, babe, that pain... That's just weakness leaving your body. Yeah. So <laughs> you're welcome. The, the weakness leaving the body, that only applies to physical pain from uh, what I've seen. Um, I mean, the outfit she chose to wear on the plane was neither complete nor appreciated either. But what is clear is that she got from her home in LA to Dallas to connect to Miami and um, she's deleted all her posts about the incident, but a good point would be if she were allowed on an AA flight in the blue state of California but not a red state of Texas. There could be some foul play inconsistencies there in the land of the free. Family values, a bit more applicable down south. you got to fly direct. It would be like that. We've spoken about it on a previous episode about the Cairns to Perth, Jetstar direct flight. Yep. The people on that, that's a different type of human. You can't connect them through Melbourne no. and they're bringing out fishing rods and fucking worms and <laughs> drills, a butterfly, yeah, drills, yeah. a fucking machete. <laughs> You've just got to send it straight to WA. There's going to be problems yeah. down in Victoria. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she, um, she wasn't allowed on that flight, right, And or another one afterwards, even though she put on a T-shirt. Um, obviously, they said, oh. well, you still got the Daisy Jerks. That's still a problem. So she stayed overnight 
in the airport. Sick. Just stayed there, just I assume just walked around, maybe did some push ups, <laughs> who knows? Um, and managed like, to get on like a the, flight, like the terminal, the Tom Hanks film, pretty much. Yeah, is there a is there an airport hotel? I don't know, or did she just walk around? No, I think she just walked around, she just stayed there. Um, got on a flight the next morning on her third attempt. Um, I think she got to Miami Swim Week marshalling area in, in time for her events. Uh, don't know how she got on the third one. I'm guessing she bought a pair of track pants or something from an airport shop. Because bodybuilders don't fit into many trousers. Man, you could just get a whole Dallas Cowboys sweatsuit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but an actual one that they could Because like, bodybuilders can't wear jeans, can they? I think there's like stretchy, stretchy jeans for them. Oh, jeggings. But they wouldn't be able to put on denim clothing, would they? Well, aren't there? Surely there's just, well, there's like big and tall stores. So I assume there's jeans oh, for fuck, them. I don't know, man. Je- I don't know if yeah. they're getting into some waist- Levi 511s or whatever, but. Yeah, you'd have to get them tailored. Yeah. Because their waist is, is like you fit your hands around their waist, <laughs> but then the thighs are. Once you get them on, if they got wet or something at, say, Miami <laughs> Swim Week, it's only one way out. You have to flex your way out of them. You wouldn't be able to get your jeans off. Get the scissors and just do little cuts in the top so they can ah, yeah. just Hulk Hogan their whole kit off. Uh, mate, denim, hard to rip. I don't know. Never seen a bodybuilder try it. There's a challenge. Um, That's probably at the Arnold Classic. Tear this pair of jeans in half. Ripping your jeans. Yeah. <laughs> then pull this plane by your teeth. Yeah, I, I quite those ones I can get behind the world's strongest man stuff. Yeah, that's that's so ridiculous. It's funny. Oh, the, holding the, up the thing. huge ball, the, the massive fucking yeah Atlas thing. Yeah, it's ridiculous. There's one at at Doherty's gym here in Brunswick. There's a dumbbell that I think is like 180 kilos. Fucking hell, that's there, and I think they have to one arm press it. <laughs> You're not living long if you can do that. Um. Denise can add American Airlines to the list of people slash entities who've mistreated her. Uh, hopefully it's more fuel for her to move on and improve on the second place she keeps getting in all these posing competitions. Really make a difference to the world. We all live in together as one. Full credit to her. Did you say she came second 17 times, yeah. changed division, and then came second again Yeah, and is still going? Changed, not divisions, but sort of. Competition. Seems like it's boxing. Yeah. You go, oh, I'm out of the. IFBB WBC. and now I'm in the IFBA or something. You go, what yeah. the fuck? I don't understand any of that. But she's disqualified herself from one to one joint to join another one. I mean, maybe one day we'll all consider Denise to be a modern-day Rosa Parks. Who knows? Um, she did, however, state too, though, that she was considering flying home via another airline. Like, considering. That to me, like if I was, wouldn't you just do that? Anyone slights me, that's it. Like if you had to overnight at an airport because you've been refused entry to a plane, would you ever fly that plane again? <laughs> There's other choices. I think that's mad. If I had a return ticket and the solution was as simple as pants, then I might just go back on it. Yeah, but if you've got some sort of principles over a different issue, for example, you're not turning up in a pair of fucking Daisy Jukes <laughs> to an airport, so it's moot point. But <laughs> If it's over something else and this airline gave me the shits, I'd fucking, I'd probably never go to that country again, ever. If it were Australia, I'd have to move. <laughs> Just go, sorry, we're, we're not welcome here. We're leaving forever. See ya. 
That's how you do slights. You do hold a grudge, though. The last time I flew Tiger, I remember, was 2012, and it was one of those, like, Melbourne to Perth, $50 one way, $1 the other way. Yeah. And the $1 the other way flight got cancelled three nights in a row, and it was like the overnight flight, and my cousins were 50 minutes away. So I'd go to the airport, Mm. it'd get cancelled, you'd have to go all the way back in a cab. And uh, just like, ah, oh, fuck this. Never again. False economy. Now they folded, so I win. Yeah, good on you. <laughs> I'd like to think you had something to do with it. <laughs> Either way, though, what, what an absolute pleasure it is to see a 2021 story about an aeroplane problem that does not involve masks. Yeah. Just to, just to remind us that the world is healing <laughs> together. I'll cover something. It was everything but her head was the issue, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's another lack of cloth problem. Fuck, will it ever end? <laughs> that brings us to the end of another episode. And I must say, a more upbeat one this time. Bit of fun bodybuilder stuff. Oh, yeah. She would have had a ripping time in Miami. Good on her. Hopefully by now she's finally gotten a win. I'll be cheering her on. Oh, she won. She won a lot of followers out of this. I don't know how you monetize that still, but, you know, people can evidently. And, uh, yeah, she's got some much-needed publicity. What do you mean? How do you turn that? into followers it's pretty straightforward you turn up to a private business you don't follow any of their rules and then you're a winner <laughs> a victim slash winner <laughs> that, that brings victim. Us to, what's that he's going to be changed to vic ching eventually <laughs> i reckon i'll just melt, put them both together We'll try and get it in Oxford Dictionary next year. Yeah. Vic Ching. <laughs> it brings us to the end of another episode of Mid-Flight Brawl. Thanks for listening in. Get around us on our Patreon, patreon.com slash midflightbrawl for extra content and to help keep the lights on here at MFB HQ. Yes. Uh, at Midflight Brawl on Instagram. Heggy gigs coming up, lukeheggy.com. Uh, yeah, a bunch. Uh, we're middle of festive season now, a bit slow, but then January is kicking right off. I've got a few months of heavy gigging, as you do, including some live shows coming up. Yep, we do have some live mid-flight brawl shows coming up. The big one in Melbourne, January 22nd, 4.30pm, Comedy Republic in Melbourne. Get to midflightbrawl.com for tickets. We'll see you next week. See you, mate. Thanks for tuning in to Midair Brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head. It's mid-flight brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, ready to go. The clap. Hang on, sorry, I fucked it. Clap. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.